if I do ever decide, I want it to be like a fuck yes, I want to do this. Right. Like, I don't right. want to be like, me, okay. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Erica. Erica, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well today. I have a little question for you up top. Oh, okay. So Valentine's Day was this past week. Did you have Did you have any resurfacing happening around the holiday? Not a one. I had one. Really? Yeah. So, and this is... I don't feel like this happens often to me, but I actually got a text from King of Queens. Wow. Wait a minute. Yeah. Which I was a little like, oh, like all of a sudden it popped up and I was like, what is this about? And also the holiday, you're a little like on edge. Can you remind me what the very last exchange with y'all was? Because I know that like he had texted you the morning after you went out yeah, so the last exchange was he texted me the morning after we went out being like, hey, sorry, I kind of put you on the spot last night about a third yeah. date. Uh, would still like to go out again if you want to, like, if not, totally fine, etc." So I sent him a nice wrap-up message that was like, thank you again for taking me out. Not the connection I'm looking for. Right, okay. You know, I, I just nice. wanted the reminder because I thought you had specifically told him that you didn't want to date further. I d- yes, essentially yeah. I did. Uh, you did. in a nice way and it was like the you just feel bad that it's like I felt bad yeah. rejecting you in person and feeling like I'm rejecting you again you need to do it again uh, especially when it's like there wasn't you know something so bad that he did or so no, turned of off that he did you know like in terms of long term stuff the kids thing seemed up in the air and I'm on the yes side for that so that's like right. one thing um but yeah, I like did a gig uh, upstate and was just like <laughs> having a nice dessert to myself. And then all of a sudden I get a text and I was like, oh. So he essentially texted me and just was like, hey, hope you're doing well. Um, I was wondering, uh, since I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and everything, uh, was the spark not there because I wasn't being flirty enough? Oh, interesting. So he basically was like asking for an exit interview. Yes. And then added something of like, uh, you know, just trying to figure out if there's something I can improve on or if you have any like constructive criticism, he said verbatim. And I was literal, like, literal exit interview. Yeah, right. And the funny thing is, I feel like this happens with the men that I'm like, I really don't have constructive criticism for you. You're just not your guy. Yeah. Like and then you, but it's just so funny that I'm like, oh, the guys that I would definitely have feedback for are never the ones <laughs> that ask for it ever. Totally. It's like, yeah, because this is a nice guy who is self-aware and, you know, actively, I, you know, looking I'm at himself like and being to... like, was there something I did? Just want to make sure. Like, you know, I don't know if he was still in his head about kind of putting me on the spot. Yeah. And whatnot. I, I'm trying to remember the last time somebody asked me for that feedback when I ended things. It's been a while. I I am struggling to honestly remember someone who has. So what'd you say? So first, I'm not going to lie. I kind of didn't want to answer because I was a little like, I, I kind of feel that. we already wrapped this up. And my all my male friends were like, you don't have to answer this. They're like, you. I agree. You wrapped it. You really don't. And also, I was just sitting there going, I really I don't really have anything. Right. 
And I was like, I'm at least going to wait till the next day. It just feels weird on Valentine's. I was like, oh. yeah. So the next morning, I just sent him a text being like, hey, honestly, I don't really have any constructive criticism to give. And I just said, so really no feedback. Sometimes it's just not the right fit. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that that's the truth, too. It's not like it, you're yeah. – what did he say? Uh, he was nice. He replied, said, I understand, was just making sure it wasn't something I did or didn't do. And I was like, nope, not at all. Yeah. Okay. You know, which is like a nice exchange. Right. We've all been there with the anxiety brain of being like, did I do something? Did this man not like that I, you know, did this or that I asked him about that? It's like, we've all been there being like, was there something I did and wanted to ask? So I was like, well, I guess props that you had the balls to ask. I don't, you know, that's, that's why I felt weird leaving it hanging. I was like, oh, I feel like this man's in an anxiety spiral a little. And I was like, Mm. hey, reassurance, really nothing you did. But I also was like, I'm not going to get into like, actually, you know, I don't really believe in the spark. And like, <laughs> like that's the thing what threw me off is I was like, uh, we don't have to debate if the spark we, exists or not. Uh, we don't need we'll to get just, there. Go there. We'll just leave it as is. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, um, and I've, I've never I've never really had somebody come back for feedback like that. I wonder if he's gotten the feedback in the past that like, remember how you told me after your first date that like. He was even even when you met him that he was very respectful, very yeah, like main like maintaining physical boundaries, like allowing you to maintain physical boundaries, et cetera. Yeah, I didn't I feel wa- any which, touching pressure or like yeah. something was going to be coming at the end of the night. Yeah, totally. Which was great. You liked that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's gotten feedback in the past that women weren't sure if he was romantically interested in him because of that, or that he was giving friend vibes. Maybe. Yeah. Cause also he's, he's a very tall guy. He's six. Yeah. Eight. He's a big dude. So also it's like, like I said, he's self-aware that he probably is like, I am a big man and can be intimidating to For sure. literally any woman. Cause I don't know any women that tall. <laughs> like, nope. like if, if anything going out with him made me be like, Oh, all the times women like email us or ask us questions. And so often I'm like, why is this woman so afraid of just saying like, no, thank you. Or no, or I don't, you know, I don't feel comfortable. And then being next to a man like that much bigger than me, I was like, oh, I get it. Most women are much, much smaller than most men. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm just rarely in that position. And same with you, because we're tall that I was like, yeah, oh, like it kind of it was something that I was like, oh, I like understand my shorter friends a lot better now that I would always be like, why won't they ever set their boundary? And and it's not even to say like a person's being, you know, creepy or making you feel unsafe it's just literally a size thing where you're like oh yeah i was like i am clearly significantly smaller than you that it was like oh i i feel how most women i think feel in general with men that i was like oh i haven't had this feeling in a very long time yeah when i go to volleyball nationals it is when we go out at night it is all volleyball players it's like we all go to the same bar Mm -hmm. and so everyone there is like massively tall like i am an average woman at yeah. volleyball nationals on and on my team. And so when we're out, I understand how women of average size, not even short women, women of average size must feel in crowded public places. Yeah. Where they can't see over the crowd. I had trouble breathing at times because I would get like pushed up against the back of someone. And normally mm-hmm. in that scenario, I can still breathe, but not when everybody is six, six and taller. Yeah. Like it's, it kind of is a moment where you're like, oh, I got to check my own privilege on this. 
Yeah. When I'm, I'm like, like, oh, this is horrible. Right. Or like when I kind of don't have sympathy of like, yo, I would have told that dude to fuck off. And it's like, yeah, that man doesn't seem intimidating to you, Erica, because he's your size. Like, yeah. Even though it's like, I know they are as strong as me just because of probably stronger. stronger relative, right. Yeah. Stronger. But like, but it doesn't feel that way in the moment. Because yeah. you're like, well, you know, we're looking face to face as opposed to like looking up at someone. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I feel like a little peanut right now. Like I can get squashed in a second. I can get squashed. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Something like that. Uh, not that this man was, you know, at all making me no, he feel seems like, like the last possible person who would squash. You. Right. But I was just like, oh, I think he is very aware of his size. But then, yeah, that probably caused him being like, oh, I wasn't like maybe I wasn't flirty enough or I didn't like try to give a little touch or something yeah. but also i was like my feedback wasn't like i see you as a friend it just was like not, not the right person yeah not the yeah. person for me but i don't know it's just interesting i've just i've never i've never had a man be kind of self-reflective like that so yeah i yeah. i did not have any uh bounce backs mm-hmm. for valentine's day um this week i've been trying to reset my body clock a little bit and wake up earlier yeah and not because Like, I love sleeping in, and I have always embraced this about myself that I love sleeping in, and I'm I'm neither a night owl nor a morning person. I'm a sleep gal. Like, I've always embraced this about myself. However, I also really like being outside, and I really love, like, being in the sun or in the daylight and getting fresh air. It's, like, good for you. Mm -hmm. I can't do that in my current work-from-home situation. Like, if I don't. Like midday, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I just don't – typically speaking, my average work day, I, it, I don't have – it's not a possibility. Yeah. Um, And by the time I finish working, it's dark. So my only option to be able to get outside when the sun is out or daylight is out is before work. So I've been trying to wake up earlier. I actually have been even more so using Sunset Lake CBD to sleep at night. Because I've been trying to get to sleep earlier and like get my body in more of this rhythm, and it's really been helping me. Yeah, I always do it when I like I came back from Vegas and my clock was off. Yeah, and so I was like one night, I, the first night I was up till three a.m. wide awake, and I was like, I need some of my <laughs> melatonin drops for sure. Yep. Yeah, so they're, they're, they've been really helping me, and I actually the last two mornings my eyes have popped open at 7 7 15 a.m without an alarm so it's working it seems to be working although i i'm sure that tomorrow when my alarm goes off for work i will be in a dead sleep (laughs) (laughs) yeah but sometimes it's also the thing of just the anxiety of knowing once i get out of this bed work is not gonna stop yeah that's when i'm the worst of just get like getting up and getting going because i'm like once this goes you don't stop you can't stop it it's a rolling stone So anyway, so I've really been appreciating, I always appreciate Sunset Lake, but I've really been appreciating them this week as I've like been trying to reset my body clock. So if you want to check it out, listeners, you can go to sunsetlakecbd.com, use our code FMH20, it'll get you 20% off of everything on the site. You can use the code as much as you want. Have at it. Yeah. And they have the tinctures with the melatonin. They also have gummies with the melatonin if you don't like the tinctures, but uh, all their stuff's great. Promo code FMH20 for 20% off sunsetlakecbd.com. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months, and I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah, and also it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're, they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. 
So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink that is a little, little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the recess watermelon mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the recess ginger lime mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little, little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Yeah, so that's been um, the majority of my week. Um, also, my cat had surgery, so it's really just been a thriller yeah. of a week for me with uh, you know trying to go to bed early and also take care of my cat. I sound like a 70-year-old woman. <laughs> um. It's been honestly, it's been really the cat thing has been really stressful. I'm just like really worried about him, and I like yeah. didn't. This is the first major situation. Um, they've had a couple emergencies, but this is the like first like prolonged major situation, and I just like uh, it's just an overwhelming feeling that he yeah. like might not be okay. Um, and I still don't know. We haven't gotten the biopsy results back. Um, so for those who haven't seen it on my socials, he had a lump removed. And we don't know what it is yet. Um, so that's been a little stressful. I can imagine. Also, though, I am feeling pretty discouraged by the apps recently. Mm. And I don't want to feel this way. I really don't. I agree with you. I feel this way. I feel like every couple months. Yeah. And it turns into this vicious cycle where... I feel disengaged, unmotivated about the dating apps. And so therefore, like, I'm not swiping as much. I'm not sending out comments, whatever. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I get fewer matches and I have fewer conversations. Or when I do get matches or have conversations, I'm not as motivated to engage in them. Mm -hmm. And, like, that just feeds the the cycle. Yeah. Or, you know what I just had happen? What? Good convo. Move to a text was like throwing it out there of like, oh, let's hang out, you know, go out sometime. He was in New York last night upon texting reveals. So I actually still live in Dallas. No. I am moving to New York like in a month or two. And you're like, I'm like, what's the etiquette on that? I know we just did an etiquette episode, but I'm like, yeah, when does that need to be disclosed? Because I understand of like, immediately you are moving here and yet you were in New York for the weekend. You were like, maybe I'll meet someone. But I still was just like, I moved it to the text. And I haven't, I haven't answered yet, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hate that. I think it needs to be, it doesn't have to be the very first thing out of your mouth, but I think it needs to be really quickly before things get going. Right. That someone knows like, what they're signing up for. Yeah. I was like, ah, you know, That's it's annoying. one of those. I'm like, I don't think I'll be a bitch. I'll just be like, okay, well, when you move to New York, you have my number. If I'm single, maybe we'll go out and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It's like, I'm not trying to have yeah. a pen pal for two months, dude. Mm, yeah i get that did that yeah uh, i mean he wasn't a full pen pal because we went out several times during the time but like yeah i understand not wanting to get yourself involved with that yeah um yeah or like i've i've had a slew of random unmatches out of nowhere where oh, like things are going great yeah like excel kirk that i was all geeked up about mm-hmm. quite literally last week unmatched me out of nowhere after asking me out yeah, for an actual day. For an actual day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, are you plan. free on this? 
Right. Yeah. He's like, are you free on this whatever day it was? I wasn't. And so I offered two alternatives and he said he would check and get back to me and then he unmatched me. Yeah, that's just, like I said, I don't know what's more rude, doing that or being like, I'll let you know in the ghost. It's like either way, it just sucks. You're either like, way, it sucks. And it's like, yes, I don't want to date somebody who would do that. I don't want to date somebody who treats people that way or who doesn't want to go out with me. So like it ultimately doesn't really matter why. No, and but I, in the moment, you're all human. the time. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, it's annoying and you're human and you're like, what? what is it? Why yeah. am I always so close? Like, I mean, I feel that way on several different stages of dating. Like the, you know, the fucking, you're really great speech. You're like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck was it? You know, you're like, I'm right there. I'm right fucking there. What happened? Yeah, that too. Like it all just is like, I know it's not about me rationally. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter why, because the, the thing that matters is that like, that's a shitty thing to do, and I don't want to date that person because they're they don't want to go out with me. Yeah, but it's still like, come the fuck on, man. I mean, I feel like this is just this is a lot of people in general with conflict. Yes, of like I don't know what the conflict is, but it's like I'll just unmatch this person or whatever. It's just frustrating. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. So like that was annoying. I have been texting with somebody from Tinder. Oh. Maybe we'll call him Tinder Man because I haven't gone out with a guy from Tinder since – I think it's been three years since I've gone out with someone from Tinder. Oh. I went out with someone in the like very, very first iteration of Finding Mr. Hyde in early 2020. I went out with someone from Tinder then. Okay. Um, been texting with him. However, I'm gone for the next two weekends and his weeknights are really busy. So I don't know if we're going to be able to go out for quite a while. Tough. Yeah. He's trying to um, – He's trying to see if he can move some stuff around. I'm unable. I'm literally leaving. So, like, I have no flexibility. But I am free on weeknights. So I told him, like, I can do these things, whatever. So we'll see. Yeah. It's just a meh thought. Like, it's just, like, I'm just – I'm frustrated. I did sign up for that um, Amber Club membership. Oh, okay. Yeah, the live events, right? Yeah. And and I put myself on the RSVP list for one of their speed dating events that's coming up in a few weeks. Oh, fun. Okay. So another thought occurred to me. Remember how um, they told me that the event had sold out, but like it was like a suspicious amount of time Mm -hmm. after and I had signed up right away. I wonder if they didn't have enough people for it and it actually got canceled. That's what I was assuming or the ratio was not good enough. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's a lot of straight people, it was mostly women. It's like, uh. yeah, because I did a speed dating once and then we had two friend dates because there just wasn't enough men. Oh, so you actually like rotated in with women. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, friend date. And yeah, sure. At the time, I actually really didn't care because I was like, this actually is kind of a nice break from a date. <laughs> like, yeah. You do so many and then you're like, oh, okay, what do you do? You know, just you talking, can debrief. Actually, out. That, that's actually yeah, debrief. kind of a good idea. <laughs> I kind of like that. I, well, I wonder if more speed dating events should mix in. I know there are some gender neutral speed dating events where it's mm. like, you're just talking to everybody regardless of if you want to date that person or not. Like that. Yeah, you know, w- w- whatever their identity is. Well, um, interesting. Well, that's why, I like, like a lot of times when I get the question of like, way to ways to make friends in the city, I'm like, okay, well, an easy way I've bonded with other women is when we're at a singles event, partly just out of the little bit of uncomfortable, little bit of the awkward, yeah. and a lot of times those people, whether they've lived in the city a long time or not, like something like a speed dating is something like a lot of people do just go by themselves, like. 
that you never I know. Like I met a cool girl like that worked almost- at Google. So I was like, hey, that's pretty dope. And I think we exchanged numbers. Yeah. So I was like, why not? I feel like you're almost always at a speed dating event by yourself. Yeah. A lot of people will try to get a friend to go just because it's like to make themselves go and show up. Yeah. But but it, but make, singles events, it's like there's other single Everybody people there. Single. So you might make a single female friend. And like I said, it's the easiest thing to bond over. Just literally, have you been to one of these before? How did you, you find come out here about often? this? Yeah, literally. <laughs> the <laughs> less awkward have you come here often? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, it's. It, I hadn't really thought about that, but that makes a lot of sense. So anyway, so I did sign up for that, and I got. I put myself on the RSVP list for their event coming up in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, I'm just. I'm trying to keep my avenues open. As much as you can. I was going to say, you also mentioned the Viking. Is there, there was almost a last minute date, right? And then. There was, there was almost a last minute date, but then I suggested at this point, I think, I think he has, he has successfully proven to me that he is still flaky three years later. (laughs) And so it's just not happening. I suggested another, another night he could like we, we've had some back and forth and then he kind of dropped off so at this point even if he were to come back i would be like like this is this is not my vibe yeah you're like this is too much work to meet one time way too much work especially when i already had like i was giving him the benefit of the doubt that like it was a long time three years is a long time like a lot has happened you might not be the person the like level of flakiness that you were at the time but like survey says yes yeah. yeah, it's just it's just annoying. But that's it the good thing annoying. about vacation energy is it's like, dude, I'm not gonna super exert myself to get you to show up. That's my biggest no. pet peeve, probably with apps or, yeah, in general. It's just like it should not be hard for us to just pick a day and a time to meet up. It really should be. It's not. About it's objectively that, not. I'm like, this is this is not gonna end well. <laughs> like, I already yeah. feel it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, are we going to have to, am I going to have to exert this much effort every time we hang out? No. Yeah. Or on top of it being like, and then they're like, so where are we going? You're like, I mean, do you have no input here, buddy? Like no effort? Come on. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's, and and I, I say all this not to get everybody else down about dating. Yeah. Right. But it's just, but it's, more it's so honestly just like, happening. It's honestly happening, and I hope that, like, if other people are feeling this way, like, you're not alone, and I am still trying to try, um, yeah. and it, it's it's one of the times I, I am thankful for this platform and this community often. One of the times that I am most thankful for it is when I am feeling this way because there's, like, even more motivation for me to be, like, there's a community of people, and, like, we're in this together, and, like, I do want to keep trying, and, like, you know. I have this community to kind of support me in that. So here we are. <laughs> well, I mean, it's honest, you know? Yeah. I think so. we, like, we've talked about this off mic. Like, yes, I would love to have continual updates on one person. Like, uh-huh. I also would love that. Not just for the listeners, but for myself personally. Like, yes. For me. Mm-hmm. Would love to find someone I'm excited about and continually dating. Would love yeah. that. Would love that for me. <laughs> like, you know? Somebody somebody in my live today, not maliciously, but somebody in my live today asked why have there been no updates on the roommate? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, 
Because there is none. But thank you for the reminder. <laughs> you could you could ask him. He probably knows. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say, are you at all tempted to like follow up with your friend to be like, have you heard from this man? Or is it just I, like, I am leave him not. Out? Yeah. I am not. because One, because first of all, I think I would know if something were gravely wrong. Yeah. That I think I would have been told. But one... Kind of like we were saying about it being so hard to like get someone from an app on a date. Like I don't if if somebody is going to make me feel like they're not even invested in having like a short text conversation. Yeah. Let alone like going on a second date. Like that isn't somebody that I need to spend time on. The second thing is that I don't want to put my friend in the middle of anything. Mm, Like I know that when I have had people meet through me, like I have had a couple times now different friends from different groups meet each other and start dating. And I have very much felt awkward when one of them has tried to get information about the other one from me. Mm, yeah. And yeah, so the, I don't want to do that is, to anybody else. Yeah. The dream setup is you link them and then you're like, I'm out now. Bye. Like, that's it. Hands off. I don't want to hear yeah. about the other one. If it works out, and great. It, if it doesn't, I'm sorry. But I didn't push for this. I just made the intro. That's it. Yep. Exactly. And the last, actually the last time that I had friends meet each other through me in, in not a setup way, like they just like met incidentally, mm-hmm. I actively said to each of them, like proactively, I am not involved. Yeah. Like I love each of you dearly and I really hope that it works out, but like I can't be a go-between, like I can't, I can't be that. Yeah. And so I tried to then model that and not involve her but also like number one is even more important though that like even if I were to ask her about it ultimately the fact still remains that he wasn't invested enough to like try to talk to me and go out again and like that matters more you know I mean yeah it does matter more or it's like I guess that's real growth is like the minute we're like okay this man is not showing interest or the same investment you're just like, okay, well, I'll let that bird go, you know? Yeah, like that's unattractive to me. It's unattractive mm-hmm. that you, like, that I reached out to proactively to ask you about something that you shared on our date and you, like, had no interest in engaging with me. Yeah, nothing. You're like, I don't like that. No, no, it doesn't feel good. And you're like, and I'm not going to be in this, this relationship where you're pulling away and I'm going to just be giving more and fuck it. No, sir. No. Not Farewell, for sir, as Rourke says. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, no, I haven't, I haven't asked my friend. But, um, yeah. So, that's, that's that. Um, but I am very excited for our guest today. We've been – this has been in the works for a minute. Yes. We had to reschedule, unfortunately. But largely requested by the fans. Uh, and you might have heard her podcast, We Met at Acme. Uh, we have the great Lindsay Metzlar uh, in studio today. I'm so pumped. Also for an in-person conversation, which we haven't done with a guest in a while. And it's just so much more fun to be in person. Definitely. So the fans are going to enjoy this one. I can't wait. Thank you all for all of your questions and submissions. They were super helpful in prepping. And without further ado, let's get to Lindsay. Let's do it. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are 
I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows. Start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And You'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about, hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt. I want to come with my sister. I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. And we are back with Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to Finding Mr. Hyde, the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. We're so excited to have you on. Uh, you were requested by the fans, so we're happy we finally got this to work out. I so feel welcome. honored. Welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, to start, we sometimes do this poll, a weird or nah poll, to our fans, and we figured since we're having you as a guest, the poll queen, we did a bunch of them. I love it. I was actually just taking them on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. So we do weird or nah, and then we do Mythbusters. And we usually do just one per episode, but we were like, Lindsay's a poll queen. We got to do a lot. I love it. So usually the way we do it, although you've seen them, but like we'll like guess at what we think they're going to be and then we'll talk about it. So we're going to get the live updates because they're still live in my story. So this is like up to the minute. Let's do it. So our first weird or not is weird or not. They ask if you want kids on the first date. Okay, so I'm fresh off of these. I, <laughs> I don't think it's weird. I'm sorry. Like, I think it's not weird. What do you What do you guys think? I think younger, I would say weird. Younger, but being 30, yeah, but I guess I'm speaking as a 32-year-old. Right. Or 30s, yeah. It's respectful, honestly. Yeah. I was like, if the crowd is mostly 30 and up, right. then they'll be like, no, not weird. Right. I feel like it needs to be a conversation that people are having more frequently, if anything, in your 30s. Fully. This probably reflects our audience, too, because our audience wholeheartedly <laughs> agreed with us. It's only 15% weird and 85% not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stories. yeah. And I feel like it's because they're aligned. Yeah, definitely. But I, I thought back, I was like, I was on dates at like 25, and men would ask me. They would just be like, oh, do you want kids? Like, no way. It would come up, really? yeah. I've never been asked that on a date. Really? And I've been on a ton of dates. See, because yeah. that's something I feel like women get in their head about this question where they don't want to be the one like, so do you want kids? First right, date, right. like so aggressive, like they feel like it's too aggressive. Right. But I was like, guys have asked me that just on the fly. Not even like we're talking about kids. Just all of a sudden, like, so do you want kids? Do you think that's because they think that you give off a vibe that you wouldn't? You know what I mean? Oh, like, good question. I don't think so. I think they just were like, yeah, me too. Like it often was they wanted to. But maybe yeah. it was men that had relationships end because of that. Now oh, that yeah, I think maybe, about it. maybe. Because I've I've had guy friends, they have a breakup, and I'm like, well, what 
what happened? They go, ah, she didn't want kids. I'm like, how did that not come up in two Sooner. years? Right. Yeah. I never understand the when people break up about something that should have come up in like the first week. Yeah, especially if it feels like you were so ingrained about it. I could get it. Right. Like, I'm not sure if I want kids personally. So I could see if eventually mm -hmm. if that were to happen. But I've had people that are like, oh, yeah, it just never came up. How? <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> I have friends <laughs> in like four year relationships who don't know how much their partner makes. Wow. Oh, they I'm don't like, live together? No, they do. That's crazy. How's that crazy? possible? I know. Because I think that's usually when it gets disclosed. I mean, at least in my experience or friend's experience, because it's like, What's your budget? Bah, bah, yeah, it's bah, like, let's like, make a spreadsheet. We're moving in together. Yeah. You know? And you have to submit all your like pay stubs and documents. Right. So it's like, everyone's going to see it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's oh, bizarre. That's wild yeah. to me. On the kids thing, though, I recently went on a first date where the guy ended things afterwards because even though I said I wasn't sure, he thought that my answer sounded more like a no. Interesting. Mm. Well, here's the thing about that. I feel like if I went on a date with someone and I really wanted kids and they gave me like a, I'm not sure, I would be like, well, I don't want to be with someone who isn't sure because yeah. mm -hmm. kids is such a commitment that I would need them to be so gung-ho about it, especially if they're the mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do think that like yeah. when I, if I do ever decide, I want it to be like a fuck yes, I want to do this. Right, like, I don't right. want to be like, me okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we're but bored. I just but I just think of it <laughs> but I just think of it the reverse, no, you're, you know? You're right. Like you're would right. you if you really wanted kids, would you want to be with a guy who was like, oh, I could go either way? No, and I think of it more of are they gonna be pitching in and helping me with the kids? Right. And if they like, say they could go either way, they'll be like, Well, you wanted it. Oh god. Uh, you know, horrible. No, exactly. you're you're right. And no, I'm glad, like, if he felt that strongly about it, like I'm glad that he knew that for right. himself. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so no, what weird. makes you on, on the fence, I'm just like curious. <laughs> Bluntly, they seem really hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, fair. <laughs> now that we're on the topic, I don't know if I want to do the word. I mean, especially just the, the the up early and it's a constant, right. constant energy and constant focus. Right, no, I, I've, I've been served like a bunch of TikToks recently that are like, you know that line from Devil Wears Prada where she's like, everybody wants this, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like that TikTok about the kids. It's like oh. the mom like mm -hmm. dying and have no sleep and like huge bags under her eyes. And she's like, don't be ridiculous. Everybody wants this. Yep, I've seen that trend. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, and I'm like being a little bit glib about this. It seems really hard, but like it's the lifestyle change. It's yeah. the, also I am sure that there is a piece to it that I don't currently have a partner where I'm picturing that. Yeah. And I know I wouldn't want to do it alone. Right. So like, I could totally see that if there were somebody in the picture where like we were talking about it together, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. wouldn't feel like this crazy thing in my mind. Yeah, that's that's so fair. Yeah, good so. good fatherly traits in a man makes me more attracted. Very true. To him. Yeah, very yeah. true. You know, so I, it's like right. Yeah, I did thing. freeze my eggs a couple of years ago. Yeah, so like I have that. Well, I was gonna actually ask you because. Like, I, I, well, I wasn't going to be like, did you freeze your eggs? <laughs> but, I was ask you about but, your frozen eggs. <laughs> but I was going to bring up <laughs> that um, if, like, if you don't want to do it alone, would you still, I was going to ask, would you still freeze your eggs? You know what I'm saying? The reason I did is because I don't want that to be the reason I don't. Right. Yeah. And I would rather, and I'm in, I was in the position where I was able to. Right. Which, you want like, the choice. Yeah. I would. And. Who knows also, like I could have done that and still not be able to. Like it's fertility is a black hole, which is 
<laughs> crazy that it is, but yeah. I didn't want that to be the reason. I didn't want to be at whatever age and decide that I do and then wish that I had done something about it sooner. Yeah, yeah. that's smart. So, and I like played out both scenarios. If I like didn't do it or if I quote unquote wasted the money. Sure, sure. I would rather be, I would rather have wasted the money on than the like side. on the safe side yeah. than yeah. regret. Yeah, I would never call that a waste of money. No, I don't yeah. think so either. Because even like worst case scenario, you decide that like you don't want kids and you're strapped for cash. <laughs> Sell the eggs. There you go. I did have a friend. Backup uh, plan. Uh-huh. I yeah. did have a friend do it. And, and it was part, yeah, and it was partly because she doesn't want kids, right? And she was like, "Well, yeah. if I could help someone else have kids, though, why not?" Yeah, a mitzvah. And I was like, "All right, yeah, there you go." Okay, so blatantly not weird. We're all on the same page. Um, okay, the next one: your partner only wants to live together after you're married. Weird. I agree. They're hiding like a body or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're using their house as a burial ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fence on this one because engagement, I think, not weird. I think that's very common. I have a few friends that have like, hey, I don't want to live till we're engaged. I still think that's weird. Yeah. Unless it's, it's for religious. Unless it's for religious reasons. Well, what if this is for religious reasons? Reasons The marriage one. I still think that's weird. I still think it's weird. I think it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I mean, like, I respect the religion, but it's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you would ju- it's, it is an odd trend, but... I, the thing I think of is friends of mine who were living with someone about to get engaged and then it like suddenly just ended. Or think of the scenario you both own houses. Like if you both own property, then that can be kind of dicey of like, well, do I want to like give up my home before I officially like am with this person? You rent it out. Rental income. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you can. But you know what I mean? No, like, there's I feel other, like yeah, there's things that's that like play. A, a non-city thing that like some people in our Discord were talking about of like right. even moving in is like whose house do you move into? What do you do? Or what if you live in an area that it's not so easy to rent it? Like, so I understand that stuff of being like when I see the question of like people that said not weird, I was like, that's probably a situation they're in. But I do right. think overall, it's typically not the trend, so it is a little weird. Yeah, I actually, like, hearing that, I understand that more. And, like, if I were single and, like, earned the money to get my own house and, like, made it nice, I would not want to move in unless, like, I knew for sure this was my person. I think that's, like, the only exception, though. And even then, I'd imagine that, like, we spend most of our time at one of our houses anyway, and exactly. we play house already. Totally. Well, yeah, I assume so. <laughs> I've thought about, like, when I, I recently bought a place and I was, like, thinking about I want to buy a place that somebody could move into because I, like, don't – if I'm going to like it, then I really want to like my place and right. stay there for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can see that being hard. Yeah. Congrats. Thank <laughs> you. Um, it's terrifying. What was, the, <laughs> what was the split, though? So split, I was not expecting this. 54% weird, 46% nah. Like wow. down the middle. Mine same. It was wow. 62% said weird. Yeah. Which I was a little surprised. But again, I was like, I think it's sub- more suburban situations might be a little different. Yeah. With yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Weird or not, you go engagement ring shopping with your partner. I think this is weird and I was in the minority. Ooh. Minority. The vast minority. Yeah. Interesting. I think not weird, it is common, but... I don't knock you either way on this one. Yeah, I don't know if weird is the word here. And it's like, it's not there's for you. only that choice. But I think it's more just like not romantic. Not my mm, vibe. Okay. Yeah, that's I think when we do these polls, always like, it's not weird, but I don't want to do it. Right. <laughs> totally. Where, where's that? Where's that? Maybe we need yeah. to add a third option. It's actually so funny that you guys do weird or not because I used to, now I like don't care as much because I don't have the time to care. But when I was first doing the polls, like maybe like two years in, 
when someone would submit something and they would say, is that weird or not? I would say, I'm not going to ask it like that because I like I am weird and mm-hmm. like I don't want people who are weird to feel bad that they're weird. Very or fair. That, yeah, Very or fair. that's their weird thing. Sure, that's sure, sure. But thing. now I'm yeah. like, I don't care. I'm just putting up whatever poll unless it's like really offensive. But I often find, and now sometimes I'll do is that normal or not. And I also feel bad about that because I'm like, yeah. I don't want someone sitting there is like 14, finds the polls and is like, oh, I'm not normal because like my vagina it's- smells or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. You it's, know? Very, it's very true. Yeah. Good point. And like a lot of but people, hard, yeah. when we do these, we didn't do it for this one because we were posting so many, but often we'll do like explanation boxes so people yeah. can pick and then they can say why. Right. And some people will be like, why would anyone think that's weird? Or like, why would you think that's weird? Like, I, I don't. I right, just put right. up the poll. Right. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. The killing the messenger thing happens all the time with yeah. these poll questions. I know. If anything, I checked. I like did a browse of who voted it was weird. It was mostly men. Interesting. So like your reason of the romantic and whatnot, I've heard many male friends talk about like, well, it's a gift from me. So like, why are they picking it out? Like, they're like, I want to be the one to like kind of pick it out and do it on my own. Right. And I think it's also partly the surprise of like them not knowing exactly when you buy it and a little bit of mystery to it. But it is hard because it's like you want the one you want. Yeah. But like you could still get the one you want. Like, like for me, for example, I always like knew what ring I wanted and I was like at a dinner with my husband's friends or like at this time, my boyfriend's friends. Mm -hmm. And one of his friends was kind of like drunk and like joking with me. He was like, you know, like, do you know what ring you want? And I was like, yes, this is the exact one. (laughs) (laughs) Funny you should ask, what's your phone number? I will text it to you. No, I'm not even kidding. I had (laughs) his number. So I was like, I'll just text it to you. Like, this is the, no, I was like, this is the ring. This is the ring I want. He was like, text me a photo of it. And that was that. Like, and then I got that ring from my husband, like, months later. Yeah. But, like, that's, I feel like, the best case scenario. Like, something along those lines. Because, like, you're still getting what you want, but, like, you have no hand in mm-hmm. it at all. I've yeah. had a few friends tell their boyfriends to talk to me. they would be like, ask Allie. Mm-hmm. Allie knows what I want. And they'll tell me about it well before it's, like, really on the radar. Right. So that I don't have to ask them. Genius. And then they were they were surprised. Yeah. Know? And they perfect. got exactly what they wanted. Perfect. Yeah. The only problem with not going ring shopping is that no matter how many times you drop, oh yeah, I'm a five, I'm a size five, they <laughs> still get the wrong size if you don't go <laughs> ring shopping. Well, that's that's an easier pick than like the design though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thing to that's adjust. an easier totally, fix. Totally. Easier totally. Fix, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this was only twelve percent weird and eighty-eight percent nah. Okay, we have a few myth busters now. First myth buster. If it's meant to be you can't fuck it up. False. Myth. Uh, myth? Myth. Myth. Yeah. myth. yeah. For sure. Um, there are so many ways you could fuck up. This, this, <laughs> this, not this, to scare you. Yeah. Not to scare you. This you reminds me of that quote that's like, if they love me at my best, they'll love me at my worst. Yeah. It's like, no. Don't like, be at your worst yeah, on like, purpose. No like, one, yeah. first of all, like needs to love you at your worst yet. until like you're married or whatever i'm not saying like pretend to be someone else but like you can for sure fuck it up like you can text them you can get drunk and like drunk dial them seven thousand times and then like they never want to they get the ick from you like there's just ways to fuck it up what do you guys think i mean it's hard with things because they're blanket statements so it's like there's always typically an exception to the rule yeah it's like if you go extremes i think it's a myth 
But I think like very basic things that people get in their head with early dating, like very simple, like, oh, like, should I text them like an hour or wait two hours? Like shit like that. I'm like, you're not, you're not going to fuck it up. Like small, small scale, I think not a myth. Large scale, I think myth. I totally agree. Like there's very obviously things that you could do. Yeah. That would that like I could like you more that I could be in love with you and there are still things that you could say or do where I would be like I'm leaving immediately, but they're really extreme. Yeah, but they exist. Or think like yeah. the kids' question, like asking, feeling it? like oh no, I asked too soon. It was only mm. date four, and it's like well, no, I don't think that, that shouldn't scare. Someone yeah, off. no, I don't yeah. think that would scare someone off. But I think that when you are a woman dating men and you start like trying to initiate every date and like being clearly too interested in them and not letting them pursue you and kind of switching it, I think you can push them away for sure. But then I think that like, I don't think that that's a situation you wanted to be in anyway. Like it, because I think if you are finding that they're not meeting you halfway, that you're feeling like you like need to do that. That doesn't seem like someone that's invested in dating you in the first place. Yeah, that's fair. So like maybe you did quote unquote fuck it up, but like, good <laughs> because they weren't yeah good because they weren't into you yeah yeah exactly. because if they were they would have been initiating plans and you wouldn't have had to like do it from a place of insecurity yeah, yeah. and not that they would have been initiating every single time and then right. you just sit back and do nothing but yeah. that they would be meeting you halfway also investing like showing you that they also want to date you yeah yeah like what your example you gave is just so one-sided and i agree like that scenario it's like for yeah, sure it's like I, I again i wouldn't say they are fucking it up but it's more like Clear sign it's not. It's not working. It's not working. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Or like they're yeah. not into you. Yeah. But I do, way. but I do remember like early on in with my husband, I was like so nervous because I one time, like I'd never really initiated. And then one time I was walking past his apartment and I was like, do I tell him or like do I just keep on walking? You yeah. Know? And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna tell him like I'm right. Like, I'm, like, on his block. Like, yeah. it just so happens. And he, like, didn't answer. Like, he the was, worst like, it feeling. turned out he was, like, at dinner. Yeah. But I was, like, oh, my God. I'm never. I was, like, <laughs> never, ever again in my life will I text this man. Like, I. Like, <laughs> if there was the unsend button, I, I would have unsent it at that Funny. time. Okay. But was it, like, you only had been on a couple dates at that point? Is that. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. We we were, like, dating for, like, a month. I think we had already had sex. Oh, uh, so your anxiety was more. Right, heightened. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like we were up. like in between dating and like mm-hmm. uh, going to be official, but like mm-hmm. not, I still hadn't made any plans of my own really. Like it was just, it was okay. so scary. And it was also like, you know, when you're with that girlfriend who like encourages you to do the thing that like you don't normally do. And then she's like, just do it. Like just, do, you know, and. And I was like at dinner with a friend who did that. And then she said that to me. And then I was like, you fucking bitch. (laughs) You sabotage me, you know, like those friends. But I mean, I'm sure like she just was like, whatever. And that life, like that's her energy. But yeah, I was like, never again. But I feel like that's that's an example of what you were saying, though, that if that fucked it up, if you telling him you were on his block Uh fucked it up, then like. You yeah. do not want to be with that right. man. And yeah. it didn't. So of course. whatever. Yeah. Right. So that's that's a gr- perfect example. Okay. If you have to ask where it's going, it's going nowhere. Correct. Uh, not a myth. Not what's, a myth. Yeah. Is it, What's the options? Myth or not a myth? Myth or not a myth. Yeah. Not a myth. What do you think, Erica? 
Mm, I'm in the middle on this one, honestly. So were the listeners. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. 50-50? 47-53. Pretty damn oh. close. Okay. Because it's like, in general, men are more communicative with their actions, typically. Right? Mm -hmm. So I thought of a, the scenarios I've had friends in where they're like, they clearly like love me. They're doing everything. Like they're doing all the things, but like they hadn't had like the specific conversation yet about like, say, moving in, marriage, like things like that. But I was like, okay, but if you had to bring up that conversation, like it worked out for them fine. Like it didn't mean it was going nowhere. But it's like, if you read the question, like you're confused and you don't know where it's going and you don't feel that love in the actions, I'm like, then yes, I think not a myth. Yeah. Yeah, but the first thing that you said, you were like, if if they're showing all the signs that they love you in their actions, whatever, then you don't have to ask. So the question is if you have to ask. Okay, Interesting. true. But they yeah. still felt the need to ask because they were like, I just like need to make sure we're on the same page. So like that that like differentiation, ugh, differentiation, I was like, okay, like then I think not true. But I know what you mean. Like if you have to because you're confused and you don't feel like you have any signs, then I'm like, then I do think the saying is is true. It's not a myth. Uh, I think this is a myth. Fully myth. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. But I also am not a proponent of the what are we or like the where is this going. Yeah. I am more of a like state what you want and then see what they have to say. Yeah, I love that. Use I statements. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So mm -hmm. like I... I guess I just challenged the premise of the whole, of the whole, of the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's hard not to. It's yeah, because I'm like, no, just don't do that at all. Like, right, just right. don't be in this scenario. Exactly. Don't put yourself in that place. Yeah, like you're not just saying, because if you ask someone, where is this going? It's taking all of your agency away. Like mm -hmm. you don't get to have a say in this. Like I'm just yeah. going to let you decide what's right. happening here. You tell me what Yeah, that no. seems silly to me. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay. Last one. Oh, actually there are two more. Okay, last Second last one. If you sleep with them too soon, they'll lose interest. Not a myth. But not because of what you think. Oh, so why? Not because you're a slut and they don't respect you. Absolutely oh, not. No, no, no. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Like, and like, I'm 100% sex positive. So, like, that's not the vibe. More so that, like, let's reverse it for a second here. I went on a date once and it was great. I really liked the guy, I was vibing with him. And then I got a little drunk and we ended up having sex mm -hmm. that night. It was like the only time I ever had like a one night stand. Yeah. Right? And um, I was immediately not interested after that because mm. I was like, that was weird. Like oh. everything just like kind of happened so quickly. Like oh, okay. I, I don't feel like connected to him. I'm like, I, I don't want to keep seeing him because like we already did the thing that like it would be way more fun to lead up to. So it's actually not yeah. about like even gender in this situation. It's just about like it's so much more fun and so much hotter to like have that build up because like that to me, like I date like a high schooler. Like I love <laughs> that like teenage romance kind of energy without like the teenage. So like, like making out for totally. space. Is that what you like, mean? Yeah. I think that that's such like a cool hot progression to like get excited that, like, oh, I wonder what his like chest looks like, you know, whatever it is, like piece by piece. <laughs> okay. And so for me, I do think that like, and word the question one more time. Is that they'll lose interest. Yeah, they'll lose interest. Yeah, soon, I, I do think interest. that they'll lose interest, but okay. not because of anything other than the fact that like it 
messes up the sequence, which like is and also I think guys get to know us through time spent together, whereas like we have like actual scientific reactions to sex as like you know it you is. brought up before oh, yeah. yeah and so i think that they'll lose interest not because you had sex with them but because they don't know you like what do they have to hold on to yet well it is scientifically the thing is when men have sex they release testosterone and that often blocks the part that they do connect and so scientifically it has been proven like men bond through experiences with you yeah and that's what makes time. them more invested right and women it is the opposite of the physicalness will make you more bonded to somebody and release it. Uh, but I was curious from your scenario, because I've had this of like, if I slept with someone quickly and the sex wasn't great, mm. I would be very quick to like kind of have the ick or not want to see them again. Mm -hmm. Right, well that too. Again, you don't know them yet. So there's exactly. no reason for you to be like, oh, like things are building. It's gonna get better as we get to know each exactly. other because you're yeah. like, oh, I could just, let's move on from this. But there right. also wasn't the intimateness, intimacy level yet because I didn't know them that well. So like hearing your example, that's what I kind of heard was like, oh yeah, there, it wasn't like this intimate, comfortable, right. like that side of it too, that it's like, yeah, it does like, it can feel like weird. Yeah. Right. After you're just like, oh, I'm like naked and talking to this guy the yeah. next morning. And it's like, we barely know each other. I have had that feeling where all of a sudden I'll like look over <laughs> and be yeah. like, who's this naked man? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I don't know you nearly well enough to not be wearing clothes right now. <laughs> right, right. It also didn't help that he had a mattress that was on the floor. Yeah, Ooh, or yeah, whatever. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but maybe if you'd known him better, it would have been okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I would have been like, you know what? We'll upgrade you. We'll do it together. We'll I got to you. Bath. We're gonna yeah. find you a headboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think this one is technically not a myth, but I think it's because it's like, it doesn't mean like the sex made them lose interest. It's a thing of like, they would have been more interested if they just got to know you more first, if that makes sense. Yeah. Totally agree. Like I don't, I don't look at the girl and go, oh, well, it's cause you slept with them too soon. Like, yeah. that's not the vibe I'm trying to give with my answer. T totally agree. You know, like yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. cause I've had this happen. I had someone, I wanted to have sex and they weren't ready yet. And then it made me like them more. It did. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying if I did have sex with them earlier, I would have lost interest, but I was like, well, it was true. It made my like investment go up right. in the relationship. Yeah. Well, and the you're going to get to know them more and then right. it, like sex is going to be even better. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm like, it's hard because we all know the stories of people that hooked up first night and they're married. Right. And so those people like... will come at you. <laughs> Just wait, they're coming. Right. So it's hard to be like, uh, it can happen. It yeah. can happen. But... Yeah. There are always exceptions. Yeah. But it's, it's like the lottery. <laughs> All right, last Mythbusters. You have less sex once you get married. That is true. That's not a Ooh, myth. Ooh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Most people agreed. Yeah. I, I know it's funny. I had three people message me being like, well, I'm not married. It's like, or whatnot. But I was going to say, I, I, married couples I know are like, well, definitely kids. Yeah, a bunch of people message yeah, me yeah, about yeah. that. They're yeah. like, just because you're tired, even right, if you have right. the time together. Right. I don't know. I think that, like, for most people, when they get married, it's like when they're ready to get married. So, like, let's just say that that's 30 and above, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, once you're married, like, you're more focused on, like, like you're like, okay, that box is checked. I don't have to worry about my relationship. So, I'm going to worry about, like, let's say my job before this is like marriage before kids right mm -hmm. so you're like going in on like trying to be a great success maybe like you know go up in the ladder so like you're now more focused on your 
job and your career that like you Mm. have less to almost like give Mm. sexually at the end of the day type of thing, you know? Um, But I, I don't think that means like, you know, I'm not trying to scare people away from marriage. Like we still fuck, but like <laughs> it's, it's not like what it was in the first year of dating. Like I do, I just think that would be like impossible. Well, also I was going to say this brings up the question, like when does the honeymoon phase end? So like you yeah. were dating or boyfriend, girlfriend, what, like a year when you got engaged? We were boyfriend and girlfriend for a year and a half. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're kind of just weaning off honeymoon vibes a bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like that also could be a factor of like then you were engaged then you got married. So it's like, okay, maybe you'd be like, well, maybe you'd say no if you were like, I dated this person four years. Right. Then we got married. You're like, oh, that four year to marriage, there wasn't a big shift. It's right. more like time related rather I than think like is. relationship status. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And, and also, like you said, I mean, I know this happens in men and I've seen it happen in women too, but especially getting married and the thought of having children will make them like go ask for the promotion, like, and like triple their work effort. Exactly. Not that they weren't hard workers before, but it's just like, it's just an extra driving force a lot of the times. Right. I also just think that once you're married, like the things that you tackle it's it's like it's like someone out there knows that you got married and like throws more <laughs> like throws more shit at you, you know? Like I swear to god, it's like this crazy thing and every problem that like you have, like your partner has too mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Yeah. And so like it's just like a lot. Like it's yeah. it's just like you just automatically deal with more as like a married human maybe just like in your 30s i don't know what it's like to get married when you're 25 yeah i imagine like it doesn't probably get hard until you're like still you know until you're 30 because like maybe you don't have real problems but like maybe you do you know Mm -hmm. i was gonna say did you feel a notice a shift in the sex of dating versus living together did you feel there was a drop then mm -hmm. i'm actually happy that you brought it up because that i think is when sex starts to shift is when you move in together and i Uh. honestly want to do a whole episode about this because it's so real I believe it because then you're just having more of the platonic sleepovers where you don't have sex. And we've talked about that on the pod before. Of like, the first pl- the first thing the before first you don't one. have sex is very anxiety inducing. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. a bug out. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, it's over. Yeah, yeah. basically. He yeah. doesn't like me anymore. It's all done. Right. You know, the first time he's like, I'm too tired. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. OK. Well, we did put together uh, some other questions for you as well. Um, since we were on the subject of marriage, do you mind if I throw a marriage one first? No, go for okay. it. Okay. All right. So all couples fight, mm-hmm. right? What is a common argument you have with your husband? So I scanned over the questions yesterday and I was peeing and um, <laughs> I yelled into the other room, what's a fight that we have like often? <laughs> and, and you crowdsource this with your yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he was like, plans. And I was like, what? And he was like, plans. And I was like, that you never want to have any. And he was like, yes. <laughs> really? He just, so, like, he's like, you just keep forcing me to have plans. Yeah. And actually, I think it was a comedian. I want to say it was like Mark Norman or some someone who said that men hate plans. Like men hate having plans. He said that on my other pod before. But yeah. Bill Burr has a great bit of he's like, yes, women see yes. f- an open Saturday. And they go, mm-hmm. let's fill it up with shit. Yeah, That's yeah, his yeah. Bit. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Um, hates plans. Hates like when I make plans for us. And like not actually to the point where like it's, you know, a legit ongoing fight, but it's like it it sometimes is like pulling pulling mm. teeth to get him to to do something when when he doesn't want to. Okay, interesting. Is was that something that surprised you? So like a lot of people have asked like 
is what's something that surprised you about marriage? Mm. Like, are there things that you now argue about like that, for example, or anything else that surprised you that you weren't expecting? No, I wasn't surprised by that. Also because I'm just someone who makes a shit ton of plans. <laughs> so I knew that whoever, Same. like literally if I married like anyone, they would be like, okay, it's a lot of plans, you know? <laughs> um, so I wasn't super surprised by that. I think, and the things that I could have been surprised by, like there always are signs in the beginning of the things. Like, like that's true. Like he's such like a goody goody, like in terms of like, um, like he, he never wants to like do the wrong thing. Like mm -hmm. he always wants to like do the right thing. Um, like actually at our actual wedding at our rehearsal dinner, I was like, let's just go. Like I'm tired. Like at the end of the night, yeah, obviously I, not, yeah. in the middle. not in the middle. Of the <laughs> and he and we went and we left, and he was like, we know, like let's like turn the car around. Like I feel bad that we like left before like you know 15 people mm. who were still there. And I was like, no, who the fuck cares? Like, it's our <laughs> rehearsal dinner and like our weddings tomorrow. Yeah. Like, we need our beauty sleep. And so, like, that was like a thing like that I knew going into our marriage that like he was always gonna try to like do right by whoever. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, okay, like I'm the bad guy, you know? Yeah. And so that like kind of scenario like comes up, but like I'm expecting it every time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they say that like the things that you fight about in the beginning are going to be the things that you continue to fight about. Like always. there's always going to be unresolvable problems, as mm -hmm. they call it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're not like so like as long as they're not fundamental yeah. problems. Like I my friend recently on her podcast was talking about um, a flight and I talked about it too. Fleischman is in trouble. Did you see that show on Hulu? No, I haven't seen it. Haven't. Definitely check it out. But essentially like there's a couple and okay so like if you were dating someone and you both found a hundred dollars on the street yeah like you would have to agree with this person on what to do with that oh, if okay. you're taking yourself to dinner with it if you're giving it to a homeless person yeah. if you're splitting it and mm -hmm. like giving it one to this person one like you have to agree on what to do with the a hundred dollars that you find and so like at the end of the day like you can fight with your partner but if you still agree with what to do with the $100, like you're kind of good, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. Like your basic core things line exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, or long-term goals. Because mm -hmm. like that question, you know, pulls up, do you save the 100 Like Right, right, right. And that often is like, a, yeah, it's just like, what is your natural habit or principles a little bit? Yeah. Do you, is there a piece of dating advice that you had before you got married or maybe before you got engaged that has shifted mm. since? Um... Like, like, actually, no. There's before I met my partner. I think there, there were like when in past relationships. Yeah, advice that I had then has changed a little bit now. Um, but and like, there's new things that I've adapted from my relationship. But there isn't advice that's like change where you like thought one thing and now you think the exact opposite right mm. right i mean like i definitely thought like you should definitely have sex every day and like <laughs> now i'm like i didn't say that yeah. <laughs> what me <laughs> he's like playing your old podcast yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's something that like has shifted i when i was in like a not great relationship i was like you know sometimes you have like bad like sometimes it's like 
you know, as long as it's like 80% happy or like, you know, just things that like you look back and you're like, wow, I was so unhappy in that relationship. Yeah. Um, another thing I've like adapted since being with my husband, I really love this like 90-10 rule that I kind of like made up, which is just that you should be 90% secure in your relationship and 10% insecure. What should you be insecure about? Is it like a not taking them for granted type of thing? Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. So like you should like respect your partner enough and like think highly enough about them that like you would think that if like they went to somewhere that like someone would want to pick them up, you know, like, you know how like women are slight little jealousy. Yeah. Just like, but like not. Yeah. Jealousy a little bit, but more just like you should think your partner's so amazing that like they'll walk out any second. So like you should act right type of thing. Or that they could, like they have that they options. could, not that they're they going options. to, but yeah. exactly, yeah. like you shouldn't just like be looking over at this slob on the couch, being like, "He's never gonna go He's anywhere." Very He's lucky, I'm here. Yeah, or vice versa, you know. Mm, okay, yeah, it's like it's almost a little attractive if like your person gets hit on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I as much as you're is... annoyed, you're a little. Oh, like, I'm well. never, I'm never annoyed by that. <laughs> no, I <I'm> like... lo- <laughs> I love that. Obviously, <laughs> I I don't want him totally playing yeah, into it yeah, and like right. going off of somebody no, of course. but I, I love that yeah no we have like a policy where he has to tell me when he gets hit on simply because it turns me on like, <laughs> I love it I feel uh, like he like makes it up sometimes because he knows you know <laughs> he's ready he's like I have a story for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you're sober fully sober I'm curious do you think if someone is sober that they should put that on their dating profile somewhere no I don't Mm. I think that you can put the like, you know how Hinge has the option of like alcohol, yes or no. Like, yeah. yeah, that's I think you can put that, but I wouldn't put as like a prompt. Like I'm just like fa- fun fact about me, I'm sober. You know? Okay, because I think the the hurdle is if you are sober, most people just drinks is the initial ask. So if someone's sober, they don't have it in their profile, and then somebody's like, oh, you know, they're talking, and they're like, oh, you want to get drinks? Is that the time to bring it up? Yes. And then should they suggest a different date, though? Depends how new their sobriety is and how comfortable they are around alcohol or at a bar. But if it were me, I would be like, I don't uh, I would be like, would love to like Thursday sounds great. I'm not going to drink, but or not that I'd be like, would love to Thursday sounds great. Um, I don't drink, but like you won't notice or like all like it'll be a Diet Coke for me. But like yeah. or like. They, it looks like they have a great mocktail menu or like exactly like so, yeah something yeah. like not so serious oh, okay so you wouldn't try to change the date to anything else you would be like oh drinks is fine just fyi i'm i won't be drinking no i could i, I mean i wouldn't say it like that because that just I sounds mean, like a downer nicer. but it's like, but like yeah. yeah like drinks like <laughs> drinks drinks sounds good um could also like do coffee if you're down trying like to not hang out of bars Whatever it is, you know, I think now we're so lucky as like sober people in that people are so open minded to like not drinking on a first date. Like Mm -hmm. if if I were on a dating app right now and I was like, what do you think of like coffee instead? Like, I can't imagine someone be like, nah, like I need my mezcal, bro. Like, (laughs) right. I think it's okay, you know, because I also don't think and I'm not sober, but I would imagine like I don't think you really need to say why. Like, I don't think if you you don't want to, that Mm -hmm. you have to say, I'd rather get coffee because I don't drink. Oh, 100% agree with you. And I actually think it's hotter to not reveal why until they get to know you more because it kind of can feel like a trauma dump Mm. where you're like, I'm not drinking and here's why. And like, I used to be like this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, let them earn the reason why you're not drinking. Interesting. 
Because I've had, there's just been times I'm not a big drinker. And I've gone on a drink state and then just gotten the Diet Coke or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then the other person always feels bad that I didn't like Mm. say like, oh, I, you know, won't drink that night. But like, totally fine. I'll have a Diet Coke. Even though it wasn't because I'm fully sober and gave up drinking. It just was like, oh, for a couple weeks I wasn't or something. Uh, So that's why I'm like, I think it's good to bring it up even if they offer the drink state because the other person might just feel bad if they're like, oh, I could have shifted this to, you know, ice cream, coffee, like anything else because they just feel bad of like oh you you know i felt bad you couldn't speak up or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah you know? no, that's the right thing to do and it's also like just sets the precedent for that relationship of like you not asserting yourself in the beginning and mm. like the most important thing about dating i feel like is saying all your shit like your boundaries and stuff like that in the beginning because like what you allow in the beginning will like continue so it's like something as little as that even if you're like if you don't speak up about that and then like they're calling the shots about taking you there and then like you also pretend you like sports and then you're at a Rangers game like every day. You know? Next thing next thing you know, you have season tickets as a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, he you're spent a hundred on tickets. You're paying half. Like, you're like, what yeah. am I doing? What have I done? But you can't blame anyone because you exactly. thought you said you liked all those exactly. things. That's a great example of sports. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you're you're putting their comfort ahead of yours if you decide that like, oh, even I don't want to go to the bar, but I don't want to make a thing of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Which don't do that. Mm-mm. Um, what has uh helped you keep your sober status? Um, I have a network of sober ladies that I'm friends with. Um, I have dabbled in, or I don't want to say dabbled, but I am involved in helpful programs. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I um, you know, my husband's very supportive. My friends like would never be like you should just drink tonight you know like yeah. mm-hmm. i have like a like mature group of people around me i think also explaining and having people in your life understand why you're sober will help them respect your sobriety more um not necessarily like people i meet today but like you know people who know me and whatever like i'm going on a bachelorette this weekend to mm-hmm. jamaica and like n- i will be the only sober person by a, yeah a, mile but it's okay because like they get it and i feel comfortable with it you know did you worry because you're i think the way that people have viewed sobriety you're totally right has shifted a lot especially Mm -hmm. recently and i see a lot more about people being sober curious and people just trying to do like more low alcohol lifestyles and did you feel like when you got sober that you were worried that it would affect your life especially your dating life more than maybe it might now Definitely. Yeah. Like I would be lying if I said I wasn't. Um, Also, because when I got sober, I felt like everyone around me was like extreme in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like when I got sober was when and I think this is still very prevalent, but like chocolate shrooms were like every everywhere. <laughs> yep. And they were like at their high, like prime. Yeah. And so like that was happening all around me. Like the person I was dating at the time of me getting sober was like a big drinker, a heavy drinker. And like so were their friends. So in turn, my friends. And so at first I was like, oh, my God, like I'm not going to have anyone. Um, and and I was worried. And then I like I but I wasn't worried about being single and sober because at the time I was not single. Right. Um, and then when I was like debating breaking up with this person you know like a year into my sobriety I was like oh my god like dating is gonna be 
so scary and like mm-hmm. so like naked and like I that's like what am I gonna do like no one's gonna go out for drinks with me and I ended up you know meeting my husband and he's like someone who like barely drinks and so it was just like you know it all worked out but at the time it was just a really scary thought but I ended up not only like you know obviously eventually meeting him but like before that going out on dates with people that were like a different dating experience than I had ever had but like very like a very good dating experience for the most part like I only had one date where like he didn't know that I was sober ahead of time and like it was just a little awkward in the beginning and like that was kind of it I was gonna say did you feel like you had better quality dates when you were sober as opposed to drinking like it weeds out people that maybe don't want something serious yeah, I think a little bit. I think it's funny because I actually dated another sober person. Like I got set up with another person who was sober, <laughs> which like they do, you know. It's like yeah. They only set you up because you're both sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you set your one gay up with like your friends. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're definitely going to get along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're like, do you know anything about us? And you're like, no, but you're both gay. Yeah. Um, it's like, <laughs> so I went out with this guy and I was like immediately like sober guys are not for me. But like it was <laughs> Interesting. like. Yeah. So, I mean, there were, there were, but I immediately knew if I liked someone or not, like because of the. That is a, something I've thought about mm, in yeah. terms of especially first dates mm-hmm. where like you described that date where you ended up sleeping with the guy because you were like a little drunk and right. like, A, that's happened to me. But B, even if I didn't physically do more than I wanted to, I have ended first date, especially when I was younger, being like, did I like him or were we just drunk? Right, exactly. Oh, I've had that. Yeah. And then the second date, you're not drinking. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and you're uh-oh. Like, oh, I don't <laughs> like this at all. I don't like him at yeah. all. <laughs> so real. Yeah. It hasn't happened in like quite some time, but right. like especially in my 20s, that would happen. Oh, yeah. Me too. All the time. Or especially I feel like if you're a spark believer, the spark is easier when drunk. Of course. Oh, drunk yeah. is so sparks sparky. with everyone. <laughs> sparks are everywhere when you're yeah. drunk. You don't yeah. have sparks with someone. It's like what the yeah. I know. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a social butterfly, drunk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> so I have been so impressed. So recently, you've started doing, in addition to your polls and your stories, people will DM you like dating app prompts they see or messages they get, and you'll give them like cute things to say back. And you're really good at it. Thank you. It's very fun. It's yes. like my favorite thing you do in your stories. It's so, putting your money where your mouth is. <laughs> very so true. Because I interviewed you a long time ago and you were like, I got great banter. But it's like, let's see the banter. Right, right, right. Okay. So I picked some hinge prompts to answer. And specifically, I picked ones that are pretty common answers that we see. Mm-hmm. So I will admit, a lot of these you might go, this is boring. Well, People have boring profiles and you have to do something with them. But there's information (laughs) that you could come up with something. So, because I struggle with this sometimes where I'm like, I don't have like a fun comment to say. So it'll be a little challenge, I think, for all of us. But uh, all right. So the first one here we have is I'm the type of texter who sends pictures of things that make me think of you. Okay. So I would say, based on my profile, what picture would you send me? Oh, fun. Wow. Hot off the gate. The only problem is I've seen something like this before. This is just going to be a logistical issue. (laughs) Hinge does not allow pictures. Mm. And I've actually had that problem before when people use prompts like this. Or if I want to send them like a particular GIF, like I'll see somebody that has a prompt that says like, tell me your favorite GIF. I'll be like, I I can't. Damn. If you send a link, can you click it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think you can. But why can't they describe the photo? Like, I don't need the photo. Yeah, they could do that. That's true. That's true. Like I would I, like if if then like they look at your profile and you're like, I love orange juice. Like he'd be like, I'd send you a picture of my favorite orange juice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still fun. Or you could use it for another app. Right. 
Okay, next one. It. Okay, the next one is first round is on me if you pick the spot. Common answer, I see. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this answer either. I don't. But what love would you it? say? <laughs> I don't love it, but a lot of times there's things of like you pick the spot, I'll pick the or whatever. I don't know. My, my first instinct is don't women do enough? <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, hate that though because I feel like I like giving a little sass sometimes. Oh, I always like, give sass. This is my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so if you're not going to jive with this, then right. we're probably not a fit. Right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Wait, no, but what would you say? What would you, like, if you liked this person and wanted to make a comment, do you have anything that you'd say? I probably would look at their pictures and pick a spot that's in one of their pictures. Like, I'll be like, oh, oh let's go to, like, a lot of a lot of people will have, especially men, will have, like, they're at, like, a pizza place or they're at, like, I'll be like, oh, let's go get whatever that thing is that's in his pictures. Maybe, maybe I would uh, put it back on them and go, as long as you make the reservation. Mm, I like that. That's not too bad. I to like kind of be like, all right, like a little little even even Steven here. Yeah. I'll the, pick the spot. I'll send you the link, but the rest is on you. My only thing with that, and I, I have you guys seen those TikToks where, where like women are putting those that hinge prompt that's like the way to ask me out is by sending me yeah. a time, place, I know a lot reservation. Of, yeah, I, I don't like a that. A lot wrong. of men hate that. I don't like it at all. Yeah. But I think that gets into that territory where I don't actually want you to ask me out before we've exchanged a couple right, messages. Right. True. That too. So I'd be worried mm -hmm. if he said, if you pick the spot, and then I said, only if you pick the reservation, that he would then respond with like, okay, how about Thursday 8 at this place? And now I I'm stuck because I said that. Right. Mm. I would actually argue like, don't even answer this one, answer a different one <laughs> yeah, just on, skip. on their profile. Skip. Like, not, don't like X them because of it, but no. answer a different one Find on their profile. Yeah. 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 Find okay. a different one. All right, next one here. Uh, one thing I love to know about you is, are you in therapy and what is the topic of the month? Now I picked this because I will see a lot of people just put something of being in therapy. Mm. So sim similar vibe, but. Mm -hmm. I, I see therapy all of our profiles. I do see it a lot. I see it a lot. Mm. Like my first instinct was like, that's like, yes, and that's like a HIPAA violation type of thing. Yeah, that's a fun answer. <laughs> like, yeah. Then my second instinct is like, yes, and like, it could be you. <laughs> I love that. And yes, that's and if hilarious. you play your cards right, it could be you. That's fun. I that's love fun. it. Because this could go to a really serious place that I don't think we need to no. go in yeah, our first never, conversation. Never. No. Oh my God. But I also love the it could be you thing because I think a lot of times when people respond to prompts, they're not saying something that's going to continue a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, and now what? Or it's nice right. to be a little flirty. Yeah. yeah. That's the part I've noticed from your banter things. I'm like, oh, you're good at making things that are not flirty, flirty, mm. that, that I'm impressed by. But because my you. first thought was, being like, yes, and I have solved all my problems, thank you. Like, <laughs> like as a joke. But, I'm done. Uh, but that's like dismissive, you know? Right, or it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not as conversational. It's also like as annoying as it is to like lean into your feminine. Like yeah. it's not like, like if I'm like, it could be you, like the guy's like, oh, let me be a hero and let let it be me, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Good. I Wait, can, can you tell me more about what you mean by it's annoying to lean into your feminine? Because I like, Really great. <laughs> yeah, and I want to yeah, hear. Yeah. I want to hear more yeah. about. Your Ellie thoughts. hates if I ever say feminine energy. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. she really hates it. No, I get it, and like I hate it too. But I like I do dating consultations, and I'll meet with women, and they will just be like, I don't know. I just like see them. I it's hard to like 
articulate, but like not leaning into their feminine. And like it comes off to guys and like can inadvertently be like a turnoff, whether anyone Mm. is conscious about this or not. So it's something like you don't like saying it to people yourself. Uh, yeah, I don't. Like, you I don't, don't enjoy like having it. to say lean into no, your feminine. No, no, no. But hate it, it. a lot of times is more of a phrase to be like, just back off a little, calm down a exactly. little. Like, like it's, sit it's, in the backseat a little bit. If Not even in the backseat. It's, it's actually a compliment to women. It's like we have such amazing, like, quality that we're inherently born with. And, like, sometimes we like to step away from it because, like, of a negative connotation for, like, what being feminine is like you know like with the tiger woods tampon thing recently you know oh, like, i hated that, that was, so much yeah. but it's like so i'm like my bad my dad buys my tampons for me from sam's like, <laughs> yeah fully like it's like also get over like, it. they've done Sorry. studies about how like period cramp pain is like on the same level oh, as some even. like insane yeah no pain. i mean he's trash but yeah. like yeah. and a cheater no one no one forgot but <laughs> no but the point is that like for example with my husband like when I'm being like boss, like work, like blah, 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 like he's less likely to like, I don't know, get hard, right? But like when I'm like okay. being gentle and like giving him scratchies, sorry to touch you. Sorry. <laughs> and like, I haven't been touching like, in a while. Everybody just, does like, love being, scratchies. Like, yeah. Being like sweet and like whatever and like, you know, feminine. Then like he's like, he's like turned on, you know? It's just like, it's like just very. And maybe that's just him, but like I think I the the reason that it's always rubbed me the wrong way is because I feel like, and this is my own shit also, but I feel like it activates this thing of like you are not woman enough if you yeah. are more assertive or mm. like if you do like to take charge in situations outside of dating too. And like I think that that's why it rubs me the wrong way. And I think maybe it's just a branding issue. No, I get what you're saying. I think that like outside of dating like you should be assertive you should be all of the things i think it's just like in that dynamic it's like so often women we want like someone to like take care of us and like be the breadwinner and yeah. be like the man to protect us but like we're also competing with them of like who can be more of that person and it's like you should be assertive in your career you should be assertive and everything but like sometimes it's just like in the moment with the guy like just back down a little for that unless there's a reason that you want to not you know yeah i think there's like an ebb and flow to it exactly like i no, under- there is. i definitely understand there being times where like i need to tell myself to like settle down a little bit because I, or like check myself or just you know take a breath mm-hmm. think about what you're gonna say <laughs> like those kinds of things but i think that I think I think the advice often, not yours, the feminine energy advice, often comes off as like all or nothing. And like that's the part that yeah. I'm like, we can have an ebb and flow. I read right. I read a book about feminine and masculine energy, and it was by this woman that had a whole PhD in it. And she said the longer you're in a relationship with somebody or date somebody, the more that will shift and kind of ping pong back and forth. Like mm-hmm. where there will be moments where like you need to step up and have more of that masculine energy, or just in terms of like taking the lead. Like and like you said, all your decisions now are are we. So mm-hmm. there's got to be times where your husband's like, can you, you know, you just take charge of this, of like booking the flights, Make booking the, the hotel or something like, you know what I mean? So it's like in that sense, it's like, yeah, we're all human. We all have days where we're like, I want to be the comforted one, quote, feminine energy. Sure. I want to get the scratches. Or, or I have to be the cheerleader, which is also, quote, feminine energy. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know? 100%. Right. Agreed. Okay. I don't think this is one we'll like, but this is commonly I see it on <laughs> profiles. I see this so much. Okay. What if I told you that 
my weekend was great and I'm doing well, dot, dot, dot. Let's skip to the next question. Winky face emoji. Lindsay's mm. rolling her eyes and I'm with you. Well, it's basically <laughs> assuming I'm going to be boring with whatever I yes. message you. So that's the part we don't Fuck like. Fuck right off with that. But like, I hate when I see this on a, on a profile that's more like a bumble and that's all they'll write. And I'm like, but yeah. you gave me no info. Right. And one time, one time I literally did this. I go, okay. I just messaged, I go, okay, well, how's being 6'2 and Jewish? Yeah. And they thought it was hilarious. Like yeah, they were like, oh, great. that's funny. And I'm like, you gave me nothing to work with. That was right. the only information I had. Right, so, right. Like, yeah, whatever. Well, so what would you say? But, yeah, I t uh, two things. Like the first, I would be like, how's your weekend? How are you doing? <laughs> because, because fuck that guy. Yeah. You're like, wait, I'm right? confused. Yeah. And then the second option, I would be like, I, I would just do one of my go-tos, like what's in your fridge right now? Or like, what you? What was your last meal? Like, just like, fine. If he really wants me to change it, like I'll Something. change it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is this very much gives the like don't be like other girls vibe. I hate I hate uh, this. This just sucks. Like yeah. if yeah. this is on your profile, take it off. Like Immediately I said, it's no. not great. It's not great. All right. Together we could grab coffee, walk around the neighborhood and enjoy activities outside of drinking. Now, I put this on there also cuz I felt not a not a bad way to work in your sober. If mm -hmm. if you are sober, this is almost alluding to it. Right. Or just someone that's not a big drinker like myself. Yeah. But I think not bad, but it also at least gives a few different things you can message about or come up with. Right. So what do I you think? I think I would just like do a simple, like what's your favorite neighborhood spot or like just something like to get in there, ask a question, get a response, take it from there. There's not a lot to do here really. That's, um, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people have prompts like this where technically they've written what they think is a lot, but there actually is not that much to say about it. Exactly, yeah. That's why I say like, if you're gonna do a prompt like this, either coffee or the walk or an activity outside drinking like choose one yeah mm, okay I was, I, gonna, I was gonna say i thought of like okay but what coffee shop are we going to exactly like something that might niche. start a debate yeah 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 totally. you know, like together like we could grab coffee at la, la colombe because it's the best coffee in the city do you agree like whatever something yeah like or like that. what's your order or like i'm getting this or right. you could suggest different activities like should we I don't know, go rock climbing or paddle boarding. Don't mm -hmm. do either of those things on a first date. But, yeah. but like something like that. Right. All right. Uh, I think one more. This is this is an interesting one. Don't hate me if I never post anything on social media. Okay, this is like a guy version of a pick me. Yes. Like you it know is. that every girl wants a guy that's not on social media. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say a lot, just put, don't hate me if I'm not on social media. I'm not media. on social right. media yeah. all the time. Right. Which I'm like, yes, I am attracted to that, but that's not the point. <laughs> right, right. But it feels like one that is a little hard to- Like, what do you say? What would yeah. you say to this, Lindsay? I'm tagging you anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like that. Like I'm I making like up a tag. <laughs> I like that. I'd be like, you know damn well that like, no one, no girl is gonna hate that. Or like, you know, just call him out maybe. Like call it out Like on no it. one is actually hating this. Yeah, like like have you ever had someone actually say they hate this? Or like, do you know that everyone likes it? Or like, you mm. know. Sometimes I feel like it's also a way a guy can indirectly be like, I am never gonna post girlfriends because I'm kind that's, of shady. That's exactly what he said. You know what well, I mean? Like, like, don't, it, hate it can, don't hate me well, when I never post It can you. be taken that way. <laughs> well, part of me wants to be like, how does your wife feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> that actually would, that's actually hilarious. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that was what my instinct was. I was like, I don't want to be so crazy. No, I think, I think that's funny. Because also, if that's your sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Because I trust me, I've sent many a comments that never right. got a response that I was right. like, well, okay. 
I might ask like what the last thing they did post was. Like, was it from like 2011? Yeah. Like, what was it? How far deep? Like, how far back can I see on that one little right, screen? Right. right. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, I think I think that's our time. No, I like this. But is it fun? <laughs> okay, fun. just one okay. more. This one's quick because okay, okay. it's it's about traveling. Okay, so give me travel tips for our next trip. Mm. I guess this is just more straightforward. Like I would think of where I want to go next. Like if it's like Tokyo, I'd be like, okay, so we're gonna go to Tokyo. We're gonna stay at blah blah blah. Like I'd like break it down. Oh, and, so like a long message up top. Not long. Like okay. two sentences, three sentences. I think I would do that, but I would I would say we're gonna go to Tokyo, but then I would ask them like, what kind of traveler are you? Like, what's our what's the oh, vibe? that's way better, yeah. Because then I think that's important. First of all, like I like to know what kind of traveler people are, or even just like, okay, so we're gonna go to Tokyo, but here's the real question: Are we flying Delta or oh, American? Delta is the only right answer, but exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That that's fun. I I was half tempted to make a joke of like. We won't tell my parents till the day before so they can't try to join. Yeah. But I'm like, that feels psychotic. <laughs> no, no. But, but that you, is very much them. That they'd be like, Y'all going to Italy? Maybe we'll come a couple days. I'd be like, fuck. Okay. That's really funny. <laughs> but they can't know that yet. Yeah, they, yeah. they can't. We can't tell them too soon. I mean, too too far in advance. Yeah. I like joking about like our wedding, quote unquote, or like my parents will think this. Like, cause that's like kind of my sense of humor. Yeah. And I'm like, can you be silly? Can you like agree that this is just a joke and we're being silly? And if you mm. can't be silly, then probably not my dude. Yeah. Which hilarious. Can I say this? My brother is going with his fiance to Italy and I just found out my parents are going no. <laughs> for a few days. They're going to be. Stop. <laughs> my brother was like, well, do you want to come now? And I was like, <laughs> was I it? can't believe you're letting them go. Was it your mom um, and her friends recently on the bachelorette party that you and your sister were on? Oh, also that. I mean, we're Italian. <laughs> Wait, it's a very. They, it's is a very this thing. the your brother's honeymoon that they're No, crossing? no, no. Not okay. a honeymoon. Okay. It's just a trip. It's something like my mom's like, we're not going to be the whole time. We just were thinking of going anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for a f we'll drive to them just for a couple days. Sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. A couple days. Like I already hear her in my head being like, it's not the whole time. Uh -huh. my, it's just a few days. My parents did Same that for our senior year, like uh, spring break trip. Right. It's, uh, I amazing. listen, I went on spring break with my mom in college <laughs> a few times because whatever. Safety. That. But it's fine. Uh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I got a nice hotel to stay in. So that <laughs> wasn't mad. True. Very true. <laughs> but my brother told me and I was like, I mean, I went to Vegas for like, my well, 21st birthday with my parents. Hilarious. So. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. So I was like, well, I mean, she's in the family now, so get used to it, Anne. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Okay. So this was super fun. This was so fun, this was Lindsay. So yeah. fun. Thank I you so much it. for coming on. Thank uh, you for having me. Obviously, if people haven't checked out your podcast yet, they could check it out at We Met at Acme. And what is your handle on social media? It's We Met at Acme. Or you can follow my personal, which is L-I-N-D-Z-M-E-T-Z. -E awesome. And you can follow it. us at Finding Mr. Height and Finding Mr. Height Pod on TikTok. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. See you next week. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.